It's Thursday, March 5th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. And now, a guy who insists on taking care of his own chicken, J.P. Shedrick. And my own mentals, and my own health, and my own chicken indeed. Welcome in. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. My name is J.P. Shadrick. His name is Jeff Lagerman. That was Joe Fortunato. Glad you're along with us today. The, uh, it is the, the offseason. We, we have a little beast yes. mode reference there. That's we do. The, that's the chicken thing. And we're going to get to him a little later in okay, the program. Okay, good. I want to make sure that. He's been in the news this Yes, he week. has been. He, and he has been. He's going to be um, presenting in front of a, a unique audience for mm. him, let's say. There's a little controversy with that. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like to be there for it. Um. It's not bad advice. Uh, Protect I, your I wanna, chicken. I don't He's say not anything. saying something that's wrong. I mean, I, that's, I don't want to. It's good I advice. Thanks, I don't want to give it. I don't want to give it away. Appreciate that. I don't want to give it away because uh, it, it's a pretty interesting story about Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch, yes. recently, and and also a college institution. Yes. Yes. Protect your. We'll chicken. We'll get to it. Protect your chicken. Yes. Here's what's coming up on the program today. <laughs> AJ Boye traded, not official, until the. Opening of the league year in uh, March 18th is the date. Well, both teams are talking about it. It's about as official as you can get. It is correct, yes. Unique Ngakwe wants out. We'll get into the developments this week. Quarterback talk. Chad Johnson joins us in studio, not Ocho Cinco. The VP of Sales and Service for the Jaguars, Chad Johnson, joining us to discuss the summertime concert coming up at TIAA Bank Field featuring Def Leppard and others. And we'll go around the National Football League as well. So a lot to get to. Let's start off with the Adam Schefter tweet. Tuesday afternoon, the Jags and the Broncos agreed to a trade that will take effect officially at the start of the league year. A.J. Boye headed to Denver for a 2024th round pick. So about $13 million worth of salary is off the books now for the Jaguars as well. Uh, what do you make of this trade overall? Is it a good one? It is, a, is it enough for the Jags? Or do you just, hey, you got your... Uh, the salary off the books, you get a draft pick to go with it, and you move forward. Well, first off, I, I think the world of A.J. Boye is a person. I think he's a, he's a high-class individual, quality guy. And uh, watching him play, really, his study habits are phenomenal. I mean, literally, this guy is a student of the game. You can tell that the way he plays the game, the way he anticipates things. Is he still a top-end cornerback? That's a great question. It is. And I, th- and I think because of the a lot of things that have been going bad for this franchise or, or perceived as being bad, a bad season, uh, the Jalen Ramsey trade, mm-hmm. two games in London, mm-hmm. and that for a lot of people, the trade of A.J. Boye kind of goes onto that, that pile uh, or the heap of pile – Yes. That people look at another bad job oh, here, by the organization. Here we go again. Add it to the list. And I get it because, I mean, he's your best corner right now. But if you, if you evaluate it on its own, is A.J. Boye worth, what is he, $13 million? About $13 million. 13 change, million. Yeah. Is he worth $13 million a year? If you evaluate his performance last year and the year before, his play does not equal that level of pay. That's a, that's a fact. That cannot be argued. You look at all the different 
scouting services that rank players in the National Football League. You evaluate the speed that A.J. has displayed. He's just not there. And uh, But the reality is, he's your best corner. Well, <laughs> that also means that you, you got some work to do to fill that spot. It also means that yeah. he, he's a, he's now, I think, now the, the secondary from 17. It's all gone. It's all gone. All the guys, if you count the nickel corner, Aaron Colvin as well. All five of those guys are now out of here. He was the last man standing from the 2017 AFC Championship game. So, and then the secondary. reality is that this team needs to find cap space. And the question was posed to general manager Dave Caldwell about getting this team back under the cap. And mm-hmm. and his response was kind of casual. That you know he, he you know we can do that. It's it's not it's not that hard. Well, I mean, look to get there, things like this have to happen. You know, you have to let go of, of good players. Now, the reality is here in that he's a good player, but the level of pay doesn't equal right. the level of player that he has been playing at. And that's the cost of doing business in free agency, too. I mean, you're going to pay a big number for a guy, and then in reality, two or three years later, if the level of play is not there, you're going well, to have to make a decision to move on. Here's the reality. The contract is still fine. If A.J. Boy is still playing at the level of that he was at in 2017. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great number. Because he, he was a top five corner in the league, top six corner in the league in 2017. second team all pro. He hasn't, he Should hasn't, have been first team. Hasn't been there since. So what's happened from 2017 to now? I don't know. Okay, but the, but the productivity hasn't, hasn't been in the same neighborhood of that in 2017. So, but it's still difficult in that you've still you got to replace your best corner. So no. how do, so how do you do that? No. I mean, you, you <laughs> a couple, ways. couple different ways. One, sure. you can pay somebody m- more commensurate with what their talent or their ability is in free agency. Number one, number two, draft. And I think that that's going to be. I know that there's two guys. One's at Florida, and one's at Ohio State. They're highly touted corners in uh, in the draft process. Okay. It's All still right. early yet. Timeout. Timeout. Okay, so you're going to draft a guy because you're drafting. You're probably going to draft a linebacker at some point. He's going to have to play, mm-hmm. right? You're going to have to draft a defensive lineman JP, or got, two. Look, I, I, I understand. It's a lot of rookies look, on I, the field. I understand. Put eight rookies on defense next year. You might have a lot. Yeah, you might have a lot. The reality you is, you know that, what that's going to do? You're going to have a young team. You're going to lose a bunch of games that there, way. There, there are a lot of holes with this football team to fill. And are you going to fill them all with rookies? No. Are you going to fill them with rookies and draft picks that eventually will be taken over and in the meantime have stopgap veterans in place? Yes. And in a lot of ways, this franchise, I don't want to say it's in rebuild mode, but if you, if you, if you look at where they're going to be at possibly in a couple of weeks once they get to the, to the point of salary cap, this is somewhat of a rebuild mode. That, I mean, I don't, I don't see – but they gotta win. Is it too, a rebuild right? or is it a retool? I mean, I, I mean, I look I, semantics, yeah. but the reality is that this this team has to do a lot of retooling. But there's a lot of teams in the National Football League that have to do that. This team tried to stay status quo from 17 into 18. It didn't work. This team tried to do some a few things different, but not so much defensively from from 18 to 19 to keep everything in place. Guess what? Didn't work. It didn't work. So, um, so doing something different. I don't want to say it's it's 
it's a complete rebuild, but, I mean, sometimes things are needed to be done, and the reality is that this team has cap issues. What kind of corner do you need, though, considering the division that you play One that's in? really good. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean, especially in this division, when you have some top-end, high-speed wide receivers? I don't care what division you're in. Corner, the, the, the type of corner that you want doesn't change. Okay. You know, the, the way Even that, with the speed of, like, T.Y. Hilton and – Doesn't um, matter. Every, every division has speed. Every division has speed. Hopkins every conference, every everybody's got speed. Okay, Hopkins is not that fast. I mean, that's that's probably a little bit of a misnomer. DeAndre Hopkins is not a, a not a uh, elite speed guy, deep guy. And I mean, that's I mean, look at his average yards per catch over the last couple of years. I don't want to say he's a possession guy, but I mean, his numbers don't tell you that he's a deep guy. Breaking news: Jeff Logman says. DeAndre Hopkins is a possession guy. No, I'm not saying he's a possession guy either. I'm saying I, think I just heard that. But I'm saying if you look if you look at the numbers and pull his numbers up, pull okay. up DeAndre Hopkins' yeah, yeah, we'll numbers. Look at him. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll we'll, we'll make a case okay. for yeah. You could probably say that he is more of a possession receiver, but the type of corner that you want doesn't matter where you're at in the National Football League. You want a corner that can cover somebody by themselves, and you can have the utmost confidence that that player can cover them. And I don't want to say shut them out because, I mean, there's very few corners in the league that can do that. Jalen was one of those guys, but uh, Jalen was a nightmare. <laughs> to, when he wanted to be one of those guys. But those when, guys. when he was on, now yeah. Jalen can shut down some of the best of the best. Right. But then also Jalen could screw up and have a game that he would give up a lot of plays and have some mental errors That's to where right. he was giving up big play after big play. So it's not like Jalen was without fault. All right, so what, what are the we'll, we'll come back to that, and we'll, we'll come back around to this. We've got to get okay. to Unique Ngakwe as well. We'll come All back right. around to the DeAndre Hopkins because I think we're on to something with DeAndre. I think we're on to something. Okay. about that? All right. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm good to be on to something. But where are we going with Ngakwe? Oh, well, let's start off earlier this offseason, of course, when, when GM Dave Caldwell called the Unique Ngakwe situation priority number one. And last week at the Combine, Caldwell was asked about the process of getting him signed or tagged. I think the best thing for us to do as an organization is when we have news for you guys on that, is to let you guys know when we have news on it. Um, there's still a process that needs to be played, but I think you guys know how we feel about him, and um, we want him here. We're going to try to get him here and keep him here um, one way or another. This was late last week in Indianapolis, and then Monday morning, everyone wakes up to a unique Ngakwe tweet saying that he no longer had interest in being in Jacksonville. No interest in signing a long-term contract here. Duval, I love you, and I gave you guys everything I got. I'm thankful for the journey and look forward to continuing my career elsewhere. 91, saying goodbye. Well, he's not saying goodbye because the Jaguars still have the franchise tag available place on him and then which day which look Dave Caldwell said one way or another when he was talking about keeping him in Jacksonville which one way or another means with an extension or with the tag yeah. but where where I'm kind of a miss on this whole situation is that as um as a free agent first of all Ngakwe should never want to close the door on on any on any avenue that may be open to him in free agency whether it be the, his existing team or potential teams that uh, that are out there, whatever, because uh, look, the more the more people that want you, the more your price goes up. So you don't want to shut the door on the team that you're with. So what happened? I mean, what what went wrong? Was it Coughlin 
I mean, do we want to blame this on Coughlin well, too? He's been gone since December. Um, because I mean, that's supposedly there was some issues with Coughlin and contracts with Ngakwe before or with other people, and well, Tom Coughlin's not around. So, um, my point is, or my question is, because I know Jan. Uh, Jan's a stand-up guy now, but if if you if you say something wrong to Jan, he's done with you. He'll be done with you in a minute. Yeah, and he doesn't forget. No. He's like an elephant. That's right. He's going to remember. But what what happened? I mean, was there something said? Was there something done? And, and look, I understand that negotiations are a business, and sometimes things get said that can be perceived or taken in the wrong way. Maybe that was it. I don't know. But, uh, but boy, I mean, that's – first of all, he's a marvelous player. He, he is uh, one of the best young pass rushers in the game. You can debate what his level of pay should be. Should it be $18 million or $22 million? You can have that debate and go round and round and round I think and round. we've had that debate, but, yes, that's been the debate. Right. But the, I think the issue here is that you're talking about a guy who he's doing everything by the book. He's entitled to do anything that he wants to do. He played under a, a contract that was not fair to his talent level and his production over the last couple of years because that's the rules of the National Football League. Mm -hmm. And now he's entitled to, to test the market. The team's entitled to apply the franchise tag. So – this is where, unfortunately, passion, the passion that everybody has for the sport doesn't mix with the business side of the sport. And that's just the reality of it. And uh, So what's your gut? What's, what's going to happen? What's the, what's the end result? Look, the reality is that you never want to have players that don't want to be with you. That's a fact. I mean, you, 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 do you want to have a player who's – and I'm not saying he's a malcontent, but if but if somebody's not happy, he's, that's kind of a term. He put it out on social okay. media that he doesn't want to be. Do you want to do you want to tag somebody? And what what would he? How was his reaction to that? Be first of all, he wouldn't be happy that he's been tagged, and he wouldn't be happy that he doesn't have a long term deal. Do you want to have that in your locker room? Do you want to have that on your team? If he's a great player, is is it worth having that to have the productivity? And but would uh, so, the productivity be the same? Would it, would the, well, I, I, don't, I don't know let if I'm going to question this. his motivation because he's always don't, motivated yeah, don't, to play. Don't, don't question the production with Jan because I can tell you one thing. If there was ever a year for him that, that he could have wanted to protect himself to get to free agency, That's it was this past point. year. That's right. And uh, even in the last couple games, he's thrown himself around, which I think I highlighted that in, in a film room segment yeah. at some point at the end of the year last year. And I was like, wow. I, I got more, even more respect for Ngakwe because here's a guy that if he gets hurt, could cost himself $60, 70000000 in guaranteed money. So if, if he played the game a little bit cautious, I would have understood. Mm -hmm. But he didn't play the game cautiously. He, he threw his body around like, like you want your football players to do, like you want the guys on your team to do. So, uh, and then, look, uh, there, the debate will always go on. Is he worth $22 million and And um, – Look, I I don't know the answer to that. I mean, is he worth? Could he be worth twenty two million? Sure, 
Has he been a double-digit sack guy consistently? No. Is he great against the run? No. Does he make plays against the run sometimes? Yes. Can he be a liability against the run at times? Yes. Do you pay somebody that can be a liability against the run but yet's a good pass rusher $22 million? It happens. What else you got on your defense? It right? happens. It has something to do with that too. It happens. Sure. Because of the premium that's put on, on the ability of a player to rush the passer. So, oh, boy. But it, but it, but it, kinda, it goes into that category of here's another thing that's not going well. Add it to the list. You know, that, that you want. And I think as, as fans and looking as supporters of the team, you want to see some things that, that are happening that you go, that's what we need. That's good. That's good. Yes. And it, what it happens, it, it builds confidence. And right now, you haven't gotten to the point where those things can happen yet. Because, look, there's still some things probably coming. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked by that at all. From, from a cap standpoint, yeah. you know, because if you're going to be a player in free agency and then also the tag of Ngakwe is going to eat some of that cap room up. You know, there's a lot of things still to happen, and you just you want you want the things that are on the bad side of the ledger to stop, and that the good side to start happening. And obviously, the good side can't start to happen until you get the free agency. And and for this team, a lot of the good things are going to be happening in the draft with the bevy of picks that they have. And, of, and let me say this for the for yes, the Boye thing, yes, because I never really commented on that. A fourth-round pick for a guy that you probably were going to have to cut, it's a, it's, it, that's pretty good. You know, the, I, I give the Jaguars and Dave Caldwell credit, the Jalen Ramsey, for him to get, t- to get two ones and a four. Huge. For that? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought he fleeced the Rams. And to get a fourth from the Denver Broncos, look, that's a great job. Because in theory, you're going to let him go anyway. You're, you're talking about nothing. a guy that's probably going to get cut anyway, and so you end up getting a fourth for him. And a lot of people say, "Wow, you know, you would have got a compensatory pick." You don't get compensatory no, picks for guys for that you cut together. By the okay, way. so so look, there's criticism out there on Caldwell, but look, don't criticize him as far as the draft picks that he's been able to get with these two trades specifically, because. I think he's done a pretty good job with these two. And look, you never want to trade good players away, mm-hmm. uh, but for for the players that you traded away, what you got, I think I think the price that has been received has been very good. Let's come back. Pete Prisco's at it again. We got a comment on his story he put out today on CBSSports.com. Uh, we'll hear from Jay Gruden as well, quarter, or the uh, offensive coordinator, discussing quarterbacks, and we'll continue Jeff's. Assault on DeAndre Hopkins. That's all coming up. How would you like to have your electric bill paid for the entire Jaguars 2020 regular season? Well, our good friends at McGowan's Heating and Air Conditioning are giving you that chance. Go to jaguars.com slash McGowan's and try to guess the Jaguars 2020 schedule. McGowan's is the official heating and air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. 
1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Geico presents, oh boy, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. Oh, they took your stereo too. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. How would you like to get your electric bill paid for the entire 2020 Jaguars regular season? Well, our good friends at McGowan's Heating and Air Conditioning are giving you that chance. Guess the correct order of the Jaguars 2020 schedule, and you can win. How cool is that? Enter today at jaguars.com slash McGowan's and take your best guess. From the Georgia border to Palm Coast, get your AC done right with McGowan's, the official heating and air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. License number CMC 1250075. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Well, he's done a lot of work on him coming out. I think he's a fun guy to watch. He's got a lot of energy. He plays like it. He plays like his hair is on fire. It's like sometimes you just want to calm down, you know. <laughs> when you watch a film, you're like taking a deep breath, catching your breath, watching it. Off-schedule plays is what the NFL is all about now. You know, we can call plays all day long, but the ones that are covered or a guard misses his block or whatever, the quarterback gets out of his pocket, and that's what he really excels at. Nick is a true pocket passer with a great arm, and the wins that he's had and some of the games that he's competed in and and performed well in are well documented. Really two different styles of quarterback, which is fun. Jake Rudin with Ashlyn Sullivan, the full conversation available on Jaguars.com and Jaguars social media. And welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. The offseason is here. The yeah, let's league go, let's year go begins the, on the 18th, then yes. Let's go to the tweet. We got, we got a tweet. 
about oh, a. Oh, you're, uh, you're 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 still hung up on social no, no, media. No, no, it's today. fine. I mean, it's big, but I mean, I, th- I think a lot of people. <laughs> we'll get back to quarterbacks in a moment. A lot, yeah, of, a lot of times, people end up having they get fixated on one particular stat, and this stat on AJ Boya. Go ahead and read it. It's a touchdown yeah. percentage against corners in the National Football League. At Jack's Boz said, uh, "Please show this to Logs," mm-hmm. and it was a next gen stat about AJ Boye. Right. Um. With Jalen Ramsey's departure in 2019, the Jaguars have now traded away the only two defensive backs that have allowed a TD on fewer than 2.5% of their targets since 2016. Mm -hmm. A.J. Boye was at 1.8%, number one in that area. Okay. Um, uh, Just real quick, uh, PFF, which does usually a pretty good job of grading cornerbacks. Pro football focus, yes. In 2017, A.J. Boye, Jalen Ramsey were 1-2 or 2-1. Right there. It was back and forth the whole They're season. Great. Okay. Uh, Boye wasn't even in the top 30 the last two years. Okay. Boye, over the last couple of years, has allowed a completion percentage of about 65% when he's been targeted and a quarterback rating of over 100. Okay. So, find another stat that uh, that might reflect better on A.J. Look, look. I like AJ as a person. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying is that 13 million for the level of play, they don't marry. It wasn't the same player he was in 2017. No, they don't marry. You know, so look, you can throw out stats and where he's at the top of touchdown percentage, but look, that might be the only stat that you find because completion percentage, uh, quarterback rating, uh, 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 pass breakups, interceptions. I think he's had one interception a year for the last two years since 17. Look, that's not a great number. Okay, so find another stat. <laughs> I mean, if, if you want to throw it. a stat at me, I'll throw you a stat right back. <laughs> it's a stat battle. I like you know, it. We can do that because, I mean, look, that's sometimes stats, stats can be, can be cherry-picked so in some cases to, to make your case however you want to make your case. We heard from Jay Gruden there coming out, offensive coordinator. First time we've heard from him, by the way. And the first, I think, visit in Jacksonville with any of the media was with Ashland and uh, the full visit there. It's notable, obviously, what his thoughts are on the quarterback situation. That's another topic we really didn't get into yet was uh, Nick Foles and the, the stories this week on NFL Network that he could be available and maybe being pushed out there on the trading block as well. That'd be like a reverse trade. Like, get out of here, and here's something to take with him. Maybe, maybe. I mean, in order, in order for a team to take the cap number, your team would pay some money, give up a pick to be able to move him on. You know, so you know, it's the one like, thing I will say that yeah. conversation with Ashland yeah. is, if you read between the lines, I mean, maybe I'm I'm reading between the wrong lines here, but I get the impression that he liked Gardner Minshew a lot more than he likes Nick Foles. Uh, from that bite we heard, sure. Right. And if you listen to the whole interview. And it's, it's, a, it's so. an off-schedule league. Yes, it is. He makes more off-schedule plays. Yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, the reality is, is that this team needs to covet both quarterbacks right now. Because if you downgrade one or the other, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to downgrade the value of – a player uh, that you may want to move one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I think it's going to be an, in, I mean, that's the most interesting question among many questions with this football team for 2020 is what, what's going to happen at the quarterback position. And 
if it is Gardner Minshew, can he take this team and can he take the next step? And can he take this team to the next step? What's his ceiling? That's the big question. What can he be as a quarterback? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know the answer to that. I don't think anybody knows the answer to that. And I, I don't think, think the people in the building know the answer. Well, I, I do know this. Players that pick that are picked in the later rounds typically aren't viewed as having a very high ceiling. Well, there's a reason they're drafted that okay. late. Sure. So I, I think that I think from from that. But look, here's the reality: Tom Brady was a six round pick. Yeah, you could. I, but I mean, that's a once in a lifetime type guy. And totally I, I get it. See, but but I'm just saying is that look, it, things like that do happen. Carl Mecklenburg was uh, he was like a. 12th round pick or something like that for the for the Denver Broncos. We're talking about a Hall of Fame player. <laughs> a Hall of Fame type player. I mean, so uh, you, you can't end up pigeonholing somebody just because of where they were drafted. But I do know this and that if if you believe that Gardner Minshew is the guy and you're not going to do your homework on the quarterbacks in this draft, you're making a mistake. I think you you have to have an approach, and that I you know following the news around the league, which we do all the time. Yes, we 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 read it and we uh, we we talk to people that are in this building. We talk to people that are in other buildings. We read clips from other places. And look look at the Redskins. I mean, Ron Rivera is hired in Washington. Yes, they have. A first-round pick quarterback. Yes, they do. That was drafted last year mm-hmm. in the building, and they have said they're going to do their due diligence on the quarterback class of this year, because I believe the Washington Redskins have the second overall pick in the draft. And do do you you, you can you can get a pretty good quarterback at second look, overall? Look, yeah, I mean, look, you you might think that Dwayne Haskins is going to be a good football player, but if you think that Tua is going to be better. Do you do you pass him up just because you drafted one last year? I don't know about that. Yeah, you're right. No, I mean, you take him, right? So you're thinking that, I mean, no matter what happens, if what if full stays? I'm not saying that you draft a quarterback, JP. I'm, 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 I'm what I'm saying. This is this is just in general. Ignore Nick Foles. This is this is saying Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew are on this football Everybody's team. Everybody's here. Okay. I don't care. Still look through and make but sure. But where you are at, and I, look, if you fall in love with one of these guys that are not named Tua, because he's probably going to go before nine, mm-hmm. and Joe Burrow, who is going to go before nine, but if they're one of these other guys, you love, okay, the kid from Oregon, no, you love him. Okay, and he's available at nine. Take him. Take him. Right, and then you can you have something to deal with if you you know you can get rid of the other guy if you I don't, want. I don't somebody ca- will trade him. Here, here's the thing, yeah, JP. Sure. It doesn't matter. See, it, all of that doesn't it, matter. Yeah, I know. Quarterback's the most, the most important, important thing, position. The I most get it. important thing is is trying to find greatness at the quarterback position. You're not trying to find. We're okay. We're good. We're okay at that position. You're trying to find greatness. Because if you don't find if if you continue to be average at that position, which this team hasn't been average at that position, it has been average at best, and that's a long stretch. Yes, but if you can finally find a way 
to find greatness at that position, Mm -hmm. your team has a chance at greatness. That's why you never close the door on the quarterback position. Never. More ahead, we'll uh, get into Log's thoughts on DeAndre Hopkins. We haven't touched on that again. 11.2. Okay, that's one year. We'll we'll come back yeah, a little bit it's, later. it's a trend, JP. Coming up, uh, Daily's Place, the spring schedule is about to crank up, including Kane Brown with two shows, March 28th and May 16th. Cole Swindell is April 17th. The Tedeschi Trucks Band, St. Paul and the Broken Bones show, June 26th. Ticket to Daily's Place. Back in a moment with Chad Johnson, Senior VP of Sales and Service. We'll discuss a summer concert inside the stadium. It's right around the corner. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Everybody's talking about heaven like they just can't wait to go. Saying how it's going to be so good, so good. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. There's a chance your local GEICO agent has the same affinity for dad jokes as you. What do you call a fake noodle? I don't know. Maybe an impasta. Oh, so cheesy. Ah, did it great on you. Yeah, you really shredded me. (laughs) But there's a better chance your local GEICO agent could help you out with auto, homeowners, renters, or condo insurance. Motorcycle, boat, or RV insurance, too. They'll work hard to provide sound advice and significant savings. You don't need to share a love for paternal puns to do that. Local GEICO agents. Call or visit yours today. It's your month, America, because this is Ford Truck Month. Your month for great deals on legendary Ford trucks like F-150, Super Duty, and Ranger. Your month to drive Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks 43 years straight. Your month for big-time power, off-road capability, and turning heads around town. Your month to, well, you get the idea. Based on 1977 through 2019 calendar year total sales. Great deals, tough trucks. Oh, yeah, it's Ford Truck Month, all right. Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. How would you like to get your electric bill paid for the entire 2020 Jaguars regular season? Well, our good friends at McGowan's Heating and Air Conditioning are giving you that chance. Guess the correct order of the Jaguars 2020 schedule, and you can win. How cool is that? Enter today at jaguars.com slash McGowan's and take your best guess. From the Georgia border to Palm Coast, get your AC done right with McGowan's, the official heating and air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. License number CMC 1250075. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA FSB, Equal Housing Lender, 
and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Coming up at TIAA Bank Field this summer, June 18th to Thursday night, the stadium tour featuring Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Poison, and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. A new six-pack ticket offer available. Starting at $99, visit Ticketmaster.com and select six-packs under special offers. What a show it's going to be. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. It's Jaguars Happy Hour, and we're joined by Chad Johnson, Senior VP of Sales and Service for the Jags. Good to see you, Chad. What's hey, up? It's always great to be here, guys. Thanks. Uh, glad to have you back in the studio here. And right, I, I got a question right out of the gate. Please. So tell me what the six-pack is. Well, listen, we're lucky enough here to be launching this biggest rock tour in the country this mm -hmm. summer here in Jacksonville. The band's going to be here for a week rehearsing. All media, all market's going to be looking at us. So we have to show everybody what we're all about. So we want to pack this building. We want to make sure it's the biggest selling show on the tour. So we're launching this six pack, which is a really heavy promotionally priced ticket. But what's really cool about it, we know how important the military is in this market. So for every six pack we sell, the Jaguars are going to donate two tickets to the USO for military men and women to come out and enjoy the show for nice. free. Nice. Really cool, man. Really cool. It's a good lineup. I mean, first it's of all, great I mean, lineup. Def Leppard and uh, Motley Crue can, I mean, can stand on their own. Sure. And, and sure. for me, personally, I mean, I saw Motley Crue play in Nassau Coliseum years ago back in the early 90s. Here we go with the Lagerman stories. Tommy Lee was playing the drums up on uh, in the ceiling. Well, if you look across this table, it's probably right in all of our wheelhouses right now, but it is the biggest rock show in the summer. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're doing 31 dates. They're selling like crazy everywhere. So we were really fortunate to be able to get this first show and kick off the tour. Um, it's going to be a five-hour party. You know, when you look at that lineup, that's a long, long, fun night. And we'll drink some beers and have a good time. What's the, what's the date? Uh, June 18th. Yeah. June 18th. Uh, Thursday night. We can go right after the show. We can walk. We're going right to walk out. right out the tunnel. And All we'll right. be right here inside TIA Bank Field. And this has turned in to a venue now that you've there's been a couple of big stadium shows here obviously leonard skinner and that whole uh, deal all day long it was fantastic and then of course the rolling stones come in here and and pack the place too so this is really turning into a place where these tours want to come right? yeah when, when you look at shod's vision of opening daily's place and, and our bullish reputation of what we can deliver here we knew we could be a great market but we had to earn it the right way right we opened slowly with daily's place put on some great acts put on that skinner show in their hometown that Rock was Hill. incredible by the way um, i mean first of all skinner was great but uh, blackberry smoke all the way through with kid rock it was uh, that was one of the best times i've had in a long time well the artists loved it and the fans loved it mm -hmm. when those two things happen people start knocking on your door to come back and that's what's been a, a really special and fun thing to see evolve here i think that was one of the cool things about the skinner show for me personally i thought blackberry smoke stole the show yeah. 
I mean, and, for me, okay. and they're coming back to Daly's place. By the way, that was just announced we this just, week. Just oh, announced them again right. yes, oh. with the uh, the I Almond mean, Brothers band, and it's going to be a yeah. special tribute show. And, really, and yeah. and that's great. They had such a good time here. They wanted to come back. That's what we want to see happen mm. every time. This Def Leppard show is going to be fantastic, and um, tickets obviously are on sale now. But the six pack is the way to go. This is the way to get in here. It, it's across all price points, so it's not just the okay. upper level or anything else. We have a six pack across all price points. Uh, we had an awesome day today when we launched it. You know, I'm hoping that we can sell eight, ten thousand of these, and that lets us donate a couple thousand tickets to military, which will be uh, an awesome thing for everybody. The, uh, the 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 design of the stadium has has that already kind of been configured as far as how the setup will be. Is it going to be one stage? Is it going to be multiple stages? Because when you're talking about the this era of bands, they all kind of have their own little thing that they do. Yeah. You know? yep. So. Yeah, we, we've been working through the production. It is one stage. What I'm hoping, though, is we have to keep moving that stage back further and further <laughs> and further because more and more people are coming. And that's, that's the great thing about the flexibility of our stadium that we can do. Um, but you're right. Each one of those puts on a pretty intense performance. Mm-hmm. So the, the changeover piece is a really well-orchestrated but really difficult thing to go from one band to the other with this group. Do you have, do you have dressing rooms for all these live acts that come in, the different bands each got their own dressing room? Yeah, well, if, uh, if you've seen what we've done with the new locker rooms, that was part of yeah, building those yeah. out is we needed new back-of-house rooms for those. If you look at what we did with the uh, Rolling Stones, we built a whole artist village depending on how many artists we have or we bring in resources. And we want them to leave thinking this was the best place they played in the country. So we really put a lot into making sure that artist experience is the best it can be for them. Make sure you have plenty of makeup artists for Poison. I am sure they are traveling well equipped. <laughs> they they might have worn I mean besides Kiss, okay? They might have worn more makeup than any of the hair bands from back in the day. I am sure they're all coming ready ready and prepared. Might have a little bit more makeup on these days. <laughs> You know, getting a little older, yeah. you know, make himself look good. This I like that. Good stuff. So, obviously, this is a musically inclined city and area. So, uh, make it out to Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Poison, Joan Jett, June 18th. Get the six-pack offer in now at Ticketmaster.com. While we have you here, it is season ticket member renewal time. Uh, what do we need to know about that process? How it's going so far, the deadlines, and, and what's coming yeah, up? So, so, we launched on Thursday. We do know that this year there's some unique things that are happening around the building with the construction, the lot J development, parking. You know, people have talked about the two games in London and what does that mean. So we've really had to make ourselves accessible right now. There's a lot of long conversations and making sure people understand exactly what's happening and what we've done with pricing that's favorable for them and those types of things. So we know that this will be a little bit of a longer burn than maybe in the past. Um, our deadline's at the end of March, March 27th. Okay. We have a Big golf tournament in town next week, mm-hmm. so we know there's a little disruption there. Uh, so it was, it was important that we gave it a long runway to make sure we can talk to everybody. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to have a conversation. And, uh, uh, and look, yeah. and having a lot of patience for on, on your end, I'm, I'm sure, is required. And, and kudos to you guys because uh, I'm sure that there are challenges, and every year comes different challenges, and this is no different. No, I mean, there's no doubt this will be a, a tricky offseason because we have to re-educate them on, on maybe some of their experiences that have been the same for 25 years are now going to be a little different. Well, and, and I, I think a lot of questions that people might have, I mean, because this, these are some of the questions that have posed to me because of what I do, and, and yeah. for so long people want to ask me. Like, I have the answers to all of that, and I don't. But the, one of the big questions, how will the schedule be managed when you have two London games 
that typically in the past, at least the London game has fallen in the middle of the schedule. I mean, we've seen, you know, quite a long window where there hasn't been a game here at TIA Bank Field. And so, I mean, are we looking at maybe another window? You know, that's going to be interesting how that's managed because the schedule doesn't come out, what, until April, April, right before the draft. We know in the long term that our goal would be to, if there are games moved, to move them at a time that's the least desirable for our fans. We know that September games and things like that could be a challenge. So there, are, there's no doubt attention to try to address it and make it the easiest for our fans and the most beneficial that way. That's going to take some time. And like you said, we don't have full control. If we mm-hmm. did, it'd be a little different. But we're, we're at the mercy of scheduling and some other things that are outside of the Jaguars' control itself. Ted, great stuff. Thank you for taking the time. And, and as you said, Logs, I mean, I know you and your staff chat are working your tails off over there. And I walk through there occasionally, and the phones are ringing. Everybody's uh, from, from open to close uh, talking to our fans, and we appreciate what you guys do. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you very All much. right, so real quick question. Your favorite band out of the, <laughs> of the, the, June, the June concert coming here? Y'all – I'm going to let you know that I like all of them equally. Oh, of course. Uh, all of them equally. Uh, just a I'm, sales guy. Uh, I'm out here trying to book more and more, and I want to tell you, I love every artist that comes through here just the same. <laughs> i got to say I'm a little partial to Motley Crue. Yeah, give me just, Def Leppard. Just a little. Def Leppard. Def Leppard's up there now. <laughs> Joan Jett. Don't, last on the bill, but not shouldn't be last Absolutely. on the Hall of Famer. Um, good stuff. Chad, thank, thank you, you very much. Chad Johnson, Senior VP of Sales and Service. Back in a moment. Pete Prisco was at it again today. We'll discuss his article on CBS Sports. Um, Logs will finish his destruction of DeAndre Hopkins statistics, <laughs> and we'll go around the National Football League. It's Jaguars Man. Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, When you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. How would you like to get your electric bill paid for the entire 2020 Jaguars regular season? Well, our good friends at McGowan's Heating and Air Conditioning are giving you that chance. Guess the correct order of the Jaguars 2020 schedule, and you can win. How cool is that? Enter today at jaguars.com slash McGowan's and take your best guess. From the Georgia border to Palm Coast, get your AC done right with McGowan's, the official heating and air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. License number CMC125075. 
At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates. Saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Hey, Jax fans, you know green chili makes everything taste better. And our friends at 505 Southwestern make the good stuff. Flame roasted, premium quality. It's the famous Hatch Valley green chili in glass jars, not in tin cans. Try this idea. Mix some 505 green chili into your favorite salsa and add some kick. Or use 505 as a guacamole starter. You'll love 505 Southwestern. Jacksonville Jaguars get ready for game day with a powerful noise-canceling technology of Bose QuietComfort 35-2 headphones. Learn more at Bose.com slash Jaguars. Bose, the official headphones of the Jacksonville Jaguars. J.P. Shadrick with Jeff Lagerman. It's Jaguars happy hour, and it has been a happy hour. It's been a good one so far. Well, first 50 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. We'll see how the final 10 go. Mm-hmm. Don't want to celebrate. Don't want to pull Leon Lett. Before we get to the end yeah, zone here. Yeah, because then somebody might pull a Don Beebe on you. That's correct. Um, speaking of, um, well, this has nothing to do with that, but uh, DeAndre Hopkins, we were earlier discussing cornerbacks and A.J. Boye and how you replace that spot on this football team. Yeah. Certainly considering, and you said your argument was that it doesn't matter, there's speed at receiver all around the NFL, but in this division – there are some talented top-end receivers, let's say it that way, in this division. And you said that maybe DeAndre Hopkins' numbers what weren't what you thought they would be in terms of yards per catch. Well, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't run a, a ton of, of vertical routes. I mean, that's Will Fuller. He's the one that's going deep. I mean, he, he's the guy that, uh, that takes the top off of a defense. And, I, and I'm not trying to, to disparage DeAndre Hopkins whatsoever. He's – one of the best receivers in the game. Period. His his uh, catch radius and catch percentage is is unbelievable. But if you look at his numbers, they have they have crept down throughout his career, where to the point where and you can see the trend to where when he was younger he was fifteen ish yards per catch, and where last year, two years ago, he might have been like 12, or three years ago, about 13, two years ago, about 12, this past year, around 11-ish. Am I right? 11.2 this year, yes. Okay. And the year before that? 2018, it was uh, 13.7. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you can see the trend where he's kind of going down a little bit. But, I mean, he's still a great receiver. I'm not trying to, to, to criticize him in any way, shape, or form. I'm just trying to say that he's not the guy that you worry about, which is Will Fuller. I mean, that's why Will Fuller made took that offense to a different level when he was active. And when he was hurt, it was not the same group. Because now you're talking about DeAndre Hopkins being even better just because of the attention that Will Fuller so, garnered going vertical. So, all that said, the Jags got to figure that out next year. Because, gotta have, well, you got to have corner I mean, to cover. I mean, look. Trey Herndon on the team I'm right more, now. I'd, I'd be more worried about finding a guy that's going to cover – 
covered Fuller. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, Hopkins and Fuller. And Fuller. I mean, in, in the division. I mean, if you look at t- Tennessee, does Tennessee have a guy that's been scaring you? Mm-hmm. The Ole Miss guy last year. He he's a guy, an up and comer, yeah. the rookie. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf is yeah. is the guy that was. Is that him? DK Matt was that the guy in Seattle? I'm trying to remember the two. AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Yeah. He's Metcalf was the one in, in Seattle. College, yes. But AJ Brown, fantastic, and he's big. You know, he's got size to him. So uh, does Indianapolis have a guy? Look, T.Y. Hilton doesn't scare me anymore. I don't know. He, uh, just the the memories I have of him against this football That's team. That's the thing. It's memories. It's like you know. That's he the has thing. It's that memories, is, JP. I know. You know, and is it is it quarterback related? Maybe. But uh, Indianapolis and against a secondary that's not that that could be subpar in theory. That's not a good matchup. Still, well, I mean, it me. never is. Like but uh, T. Y. Hilton does not scare me anymore. Okay. Let's go around the national. Football Let's do that. League. Let's do it. Let's start off with our friend Pete Prisco. He was back at it today on CBSSports.com. Here's the title of the article logs. How Jaguars... By the way, Pete does not write the title. Well, he writes the lead. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, The title is How Jaguars Went from Doorstep of the Super Bowl to a Dysfunctional Mess in Just Two Seasons. The subtitle is The Jaguars Went Off Script on a Key Third Down in the AFC Championship Game and Never Righted the Ship. So here's the lead. Mm. This is the first sentence of the entire story. And it's... Filled with commas, and it goes on and on and on. It's hard to believe one play, one simple play in a season full of deciding plays, could actually turn a franchise completely around, taking it from a team of rising young cocky players on the verge of special times to a team in disarray, with players being discarded by an angry former coach, infighting in the locker room, and a team that again has become what it's been for much of its 25-year existence, a punching bag to the rest of the league, and especially the national media. The next sentence, (laughs) yes, that's exactly what happened to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he goes through out the story of about six main reasons why that was the Mm -hmm. case over the last couple of years and and really went at the the team. Well, I mean, he's not the only one that's gone after the team. There's been other articles. In fact, a couple days ago, a guy that writes for uh, CBS Sports wrote an article that was uh, not very – complimentary of the Jaguars organization and it wasn't Pete so look the reality is you got to win when you when you start putting out four wins six wins and uh, your success rate over the last number of years is amongst the bottom in the league you have to change the narrative and the only way that you change the narrative is by winning that's it no other way you don't want to have articles written about you like that that's right win don't want to have other people around the league laughing at you, win. Quite simple. Let's move on. It's quite simple Uh, to solve the problem about people talking about you, but changing where you are to get to the point to winning is not easy. No, it's not. Uh, Don't we know? If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And this team has not been doing it. No. It's not easy. Uh, Player voting has opened on the new labor deal. All members of the NFLPA from last season, 2019 league year, will be eligible to vote electronically. It remains open until March 12th. That's about a week away at 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. A simple majority gets it ratified 50% plus one to get the new CBA in effect. What are your thoughts? You think it will pass? Yeah, it'll pass. It'll pass. uh, uh, It's very, very difficult. 
having having been involved actively involved with the union for many years mm -hmm. i was a player rep i was a vice president which is executive committee member and first of all there are a lot of positives with this new deal um things that the players are going to receive money wise uh, reduction in in training um uh, but most importantly, the increase in money, and you're talking about a significant increase in money for the guys that are on the lower end of the pay spectrum, which is that's the bulk of your it's vote. The majority of the yeah the rank and file players that's, in that's, the league. That's yes. the bulk of your votes right there. So from from that standpoint, it'll pass, and as it should pass, because the only way that it doesn't pass is that you've got to have a complete player body that is willing to not play football and to not get paid for a year or two. Hmm. And I don't, I don't see, I don't see the union and its membership willing to do that. It's hard. I mean, it's hard, JP. I mean, you're talking about the average career length in the National Football League is about three and a half, four years. And look, you know what most guys' thoughts are? I'm not giving up my chicken. <laughs> I'm not sacrificing my chicken for some guy down the road. Forget it. I'm not doing it. Sp about my chicken. Speaking of chicken, uh, Princeton. Yes, Princeton University mm. announcing that Marshawn Lynch has been named the senior Class Day speaker in June, and Princeton promoted his, quote, sustained professional excellence. This is not the commencement ceremony. This is a different ceremony uh, before the commencement. The uh, op-ed, though, in the student newspaper came out uh, a little later against the selection process. Uh, and, of course, his notable quote after the playoff loss to the Packers last year was, start taking care of y'all's mentals, y'all bodies, y'all chicken, and when you're ready to walk away, you walk away and be able to do what you want to do. Let's see if um, – I mean, it all – That's a rooster, by the way. It's all – you know, it's all good advice, I guess, right? Take care no, of your chicken. Look, we'll see what he says. <laughs> he's I, got a great message. Is his uh, – it's a different way of presenting it when he starts talking about chickens and mentals and sure. and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I, I think that's actually a very interesting mix. Marshawn Lentz at, at the campus of Princeton. And uh, Princeton's a, 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 a great school. Uh, and I think that Marshawn Lentz will, would add a lot as a speaker. I think he would be oh, very sure. interesting. Sure. And very entertaining, and I think it would be good for the student body of Princeton to hear that. We'll see what happens. Um, but some of the student body don't necessarily think like so because not. some of them have been criticizing mm -hmm. Marshawn Lynch because you're talking about bringing in a speaker who has, in his past, and they've made note of this, in his past has refused to, to speak. That's At different kind of, times. For a speaker, that's kind of one of the qualifications yes. you need to speak first. Where he, yeah. on sometimes instead, the only time reason he wants to speak because he didn't want to get fined. But interesting nonetheless. Uh, what reports, else you got? reports today, our final one here. I, I think I saw this first in the New York Post today that ESPN is plotting a dream Monday Night Football announce booth. Al Michaels and Peyton Manning could be in the fold mm -hmm. with ESPN. They're trying to acquire Michaels, who's under contract with NBC. Tariko's the heir apparent, it seems like, at NBC, of course. The end of Michael's contract coincides with the Super Bowl in L.A. in early 2022. Now, if you remember, Al Michaels was traded, basically, the last time he went over to NBC. 
Well, he was at ABC on Monday Night Football. John Madden left to go to NBC. He still had a contract. But to let him out of the contract, ESPN, run by Disney, wanted the rights to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit back from NBC Universal, which is the precursor character to Mickey Mouse. Oh. So they made that trade, and Al Michaels went to NBC. I think the league got involved with that a little bit, too. Maybe. We'll yeah. see what happens. Could come back the other way. That would be a great Monday night crew. For it sure. would be. I'd, I'd, I would watch it more because I can tell you what I listened <laughs> to last year was, was terrible. I did. In fact, I turned the volume off on Monday Night Football last year, and I hope that changes this year because mm-hmm. uh, continuing on with that is just ridiculous. Logs, good to see you. Good to be good seen. Good to be back. Good to and, be seen. And uh, we'll catch you next week. You got it. Jeff Logman, J.P. Shadrick, our entire crew, thank you for listening. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. <laughs>